Hey, Matt, guess where I went this week? Where did you go? I went to Mediterranean Island International Food Market. Ooh. It is a pretty awesome place. It's just south of downtown on Kalamazoo Ave. It is a Middle Eastern food market. And I need to tell you about the grocery part, but let's just fast track straight to the back to the deli. Because that's what you do when you, in particular, go to a store. (laughs) That's what I do. The prepared foods is just always calling to me. And boy, did it call to me from the back of the Mediterranean island. (laughs) Um, They hand make everything in that deli. The hummus, which is why I was sent. Somebody told me if you want to have good hummus in Grand Rapids, you go there and they sell it by the pound. Mm -hmm. Holy smokes. That was amazing. They make everything by hand. Dolma, falafel, Fatouche salad. They have a bakery in there and there was this pile of bread. It wasn't pita. It was a handmade bread from some other Middle Eastern country, but it wasn't pita. So sorry, I can't remember the name of it. Holy smokes. It's just a pile and there's tongs and you can just fill a bag with this warm, fresh bread. Yeah, straight out of an oven that I know had a fire in the back of it. And it was like a... um, (laughs) What is that called? Uh, where do you? Tandoori? Yes, tandoori yeah. oven. God, anyway. I don't know how I pulled that out. So check it out. Also, the groceries. It had a really interesting grocery department. The packaged foods. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, these are the foods of your childhood. Finding these packaged treats from Iraq, Bosnia, Pakistan, wherever you may be from, you should visit this grocery store because I am sure it will make you feel a little bit more at home. Welcome Welcome to to Grand Grand Rapids Rapids House House and Home. home. (laughs) Did it again in unison. (laughs) Oh, it's so cheesy. We have to figure out a way to start. Um, Today on the podcast, yes, we are going to dive into a really important part of Grand Rapids, and that is the history of furniture making here. And this is inspired by a, fr- a friend of ours that we met in Hawaii, Frankie Netherwood, who is an Australian bloke. I can't, <laughs> I'm, I won't do the accent. Don't. But um, <laughs> he's just such a an incredible human being and guy and friend, and he moved from Australia to Hawaii and when he got there he knew more about American history than, than anyone any, I know really yeah <laughs> really a- any anyone who's not a history professor yeah. i guess or a historian um he knew so much about you know what american mainland battles had gone down and shaped american history and he knew a lot about hawaiian history as well and the american military in hawaii and I asked him, I brought her, I was like, you know so much about this. It's so interesting. He's like, well, yeah, I am moving to a new place and it's really important to understand how it came to be what it is in the history of that area. And that kind of inspired me to start looking into that when we moved around. And we It feels good to know more about the place that you live. It puts a perspective on the place as you're walking the streets there to know how it became what it is. And we did, you know, we found out some about Bellingham, Washington, when we lived there and did a little research. And the whole Pacific Northwest. How it's the fourth corner of the United States and how that came to be. And now that we're back in Grand Rapids with this new perspective, we want to dive deeper into the history here and understand it more. And we, 
thought that might be interesting for everybody else out there because the Grand Rapids Furniture City history is rich and it goes. It turns out that it goes back further than the history of Grand Rapids as a city itself. The furniture goes back. Yeah. Yeah. So the person, William Haldane, who is responsible, they they call him the father of the furniture city Mm -hmm. um he came here 14 years before grand rapids was even technically a city so frontier town yeah just a frontier town it was a river and some woods and maybe he built a cabin with a few hundred people here not much going on and then turns out grand rapids has the perfect recipe for a booming furniture city furniture industry which is people to work there Mm -hmm. the resources which we'll get into, and a market in which to sell this furniture. So mm-hmm. Grand Rapids had all of that. And so it got started here. The river, wow. Grand, um, the Grand River, mm-hmm. was the way that they got all the raw materials into Grand Rapids and also was a source of power for the furniture building factories that were along the river. And it's interesting, side note, you look at the Grand River now and you think, well, where are the rapids and how like it it kind of trickles by how is there any power there and there are a series of dams to keep the rapids at bay now but there used to be back then it was rapids like rapids and there were probably like, logs flying down whipping down that <laughs> river and enough current to you know help move those spinny things to create I don't know what those spinning things are called, but I think everybody listening knows what I'm talking about <laughs> to create some energy to make furniture. Um, and hopefully they've been talking about it for 10 years, but I think we're making some progress on bringing those rapids back and removing those dams and creating some more recreation and uh, downtown around those rapids. But that's, that's a different a, episode. That's a different episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Really interesting to, to hear the Grand Rapids, it was mostly about the location, the river that gave access to the lumber. Right. And so the lumber comes down the river. Michigan has plenty of hardwood forests, mm-hmm. so it's all perfect until the resources start dwindling. Yeah, and so it wasn't perfect anymore. Yeah, things kind of took a downturn in the furniture industry with the lack of hardwoods in the immediate area. So you can imagine that made things more expensive, harder to create. Um, But one exception would be the furniture companies that did things like metal office furniture. They were able to adapt to this downturn a lot more easily. Things like steel office furniture. (laughs) (laughs) You might be referring to (laughs) steel case. Yeah. Which is still thriving and killing it here in Grand Rapids. So that's pretty cool. Um, so the the lumber, the timber started to dry up. Mm-hmm. The Great Depression happened. Mm-hmm. But before all of that, we were in, it was the turn of the century, the, the 1910s and the roaring 20s. And this city was rocking and rolling yeah. with furniture maker, makers. Excuse me. And the, the thing that I find really interesting is that you can look at Grand Rapids and you can walk around these houses and you can see the architecture and the design that is currently happening and how it calls back to that 1920s art deco design in a lot of ways. And 
even though these are modern designs, these are modern interior designers doing things right now, there's definitely a paying homage to the past in what's happening here. And I love it. I respect it. And that Art Deco, that 1920s, 30s style is becoming more and more popular. It's going to become mm-hmm. the new mid-century modern as we go through the next couple of years um, in terms of trends. And trends you know. in fashion and style all go in cycles anyway, so it's not really that big of a surprise, but it is really exciting that things are going back in that direction and we're maybe becoming a little less obsessed with minimalism and clean Absolutely. lines and clean this and plain that and getting back into style and art and Mm -hmm. things being unique and not looking like everything, everybody else's living room or whatever it is that's being designed. I'm, I'm just, that super minimalist thing is on its way out. Yeah. If not out, or I guess what I'm thinking is that modern minimalist that was super popular in 2018. Bring back the art deco. Yeah. I'm excited about it. So we, we still see it here. Yeah. And I don't know if it's more prevalent here than in other places because of the Furniture City roots, but it is definitely prevalent here. That's cool. I yeah. would love to know. I wonder. We need to talk to home designers in other regions and see if they're doing the Art Deco thing, too. And now a word from our sponsor. Grand Rapids House and Home is brought to you by us grand rapids house and home Um, we are real estate agents in the west michigan area and that is how we provide this podcast to you without real advertisements so if you need to buy or sell or make a move reach out to us at hello at grand rapids house nope hello at grhouseandhome.com or just visit our website grandrapidshouseandhome.com sign up for the newsletter view other blogs and new and uh, podcasts on there and let's work together yeah let's do it now back to the show Bing. so <laughs> our advertisements are great <laughs> <laughs> um so the other the the beginning of grand rapids as we talked about is from the river right and it that genesis point is really interesting when you look at a map of grand rapids how the oldest neighborhoods are right around the downtown area and around that Genesis point from the river. Thank you. And everyone's working and all this stuff is happening. Right. And so you have places like heritage Hill, which is the historic district, which is a part of the national historic registry and their homes from 1870 something. Um, And they're beautiful, old, large ornate homes. That's where a lot of the people who own the furniture companies, the lumber, um, people used to live and then it kind of expands out from there so you find cherry hill and east hills area that are also older homes and many of them are historic as well but they're a little bit smaller and that's maybe where middle management lived um and you just keep going in this radius around grand rapids and it keeps sprawling out until you get to areas like kentwood uh cascade ada where they're newer homes 1950s 60s and newer uh, and then out to Byron Center, where we're building new homes right now. In 2023, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, dur- during the late 80s and the 90s, downtown Grand Rapids was, <laughs> it was not, not very popular. There was not much happening down there. and People did not want to live down there. And so in other 
cities like Grand Rapids, you'll see growth happening downtown in in upwards vertical, vertical growth. growth in condos and sky rises. And here you've seen horizontal sprawling growth until about 15 years ago when the Van Andel Arena so hot again. Yeah, the Van Andel Arena opened in 98 and then the Bob opened and things got really hot after that in downtown. So now we're starting to see more vertical growth down there um, as well as still the sprawling growth out. And so there's a lot of growth happening in Grand Rapids. And it's just really interesting to look at a map and you can say right there is where it all started. And wow, how it's expanded. And if you're looking for homes or you're interested in moving here and, you know, I like 1980s and later or strange decade to pick. But, um, you, you know, you're not going to want to look right around downtown. Yeah, you could you could basically take a chronological tour through mm-hmm. the neighborhoods and see how they went. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Pretty much for, for the most part. There are yeah, exceptions, obviously. Course. But um, so we will continue to dive deeper into the minutiae of the Grand Rapids. Well, the minutiae and like the current what's happening today in mm-hmm. Grand Rapids with furniture, because there's still things happening. Like yeah. we mentioned, Herman Miller and the steel case and the other right. businesses so, that are still here throughout all of this growth and all of this booming industry. There were some real players that came out of it and the people that you just mentioned as well as others. And there are still those companies operating today. Herman Miller is is a still great big furniture company. Um, Steelcase is still doing great things. And there are also about 130 other furniture creators in the Grand Rapids area that those that are smaller ones that they're still employing over 16,000 people in our area here. And so there's still a a furniture community happening. Very cool. So we're going to talk more about that in future episodes. So if you are interested, please stay tuned. Mm -hmm. And before we go today, Matt, give us the market update. Oh, the Grand Rapids, the Grand Rapids real estate market update. Um, It is, there's still the same patterns that we've seen since we talked the last time of the different price points meaning so much in Grand Rapids. and But uh, the interest rate went down pretty significantly just yesterday. And we're by the time we're recording this, it's probably old news. But it went down almost an entire point. And the reports that I've seen are when you go down by that much, it brings 5 million is the estimated number of buyers that will be re-entering the market. That makes homes that much more affordable for 5 million more people across the country. And that is going to bring back the competition that we saw. And they're anticipating another three um, times that the Fed will drop the rate. By when? uh, Throughout the 2024. So it will, we're anticipating it being another very competitive year. And if you're buying or selling now, if you're buying this is kind of the time to get out there and buy because there still isn't a ton of competition, but it's heating up again. It really has just like in the last two weeks, it's gotten super competitive again. Interesting. Um, so that is the the market update. It's going to get hot again, and it's it's a great time to buy, and it's also a great time to sell because there's going to be a lot of buyers out there. That's the <laughs> most um, generic <laughs> market update <laughs> sounding thing. Buy, oh, you're sell, a real estate buy, agent. Sell. You're telling me to buy and sell. <laughs> and I will tell, I'll be the first to tell you that it's not always the right thing for you, um, buying and selling. And sometimes there's a season in life to rent. 
Sometimes there's a season in life to stay put and ride out what you've got in your home. In fact, Matt went and did a consultation with somebody this week who was kind of trying to decide if they should sell their house and move into something new Mm -hmm. or if they should renovate and add a new primary bedroom, which would make their home more comfortable for them Mm -hmm. for longer. And it wouldn't be what we decided. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like what we what they ended up deciding was that it is not going to pay off for them immediately to do this primary bedroom, but it would make their quality of life higher and they're going to stay in the house for 10 years. So it might not pay off financially, but it's going to pay off in its comfort level for them in their daily life. Yes. And And what I wanted to point out was that you did that. And my dad, I was telling my dad that what you were up to at that moment, and he made a joke about your interest, you know, He's probably going to have a biased view, ha, ha, ha. And we both know you and know that's not actually true. But you went over there because you were willing to give an honest, and you ended up saying you should not move. And so the realtor isn't always saying you should move. That's true. Anyway, that was the point of that story. Not always saying goodbye. And so, yeah, it's it's not in their best interest to move. It doesn't make any sense for what they have in regard to their home, how much it's worth and what they could get for that same price mm-hmm. in that same neighborhood and not move their kids out of the school. Yeah. So, so I advise them to stay in their home. I love do a that renovation. House. I'm glad they're staying anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, thanks for the market update. It's yeah, been real. Very, it's been very real. <laughs> um, and coming up in future episodes, we have more interviews coming for you. We're excited about the people that we have. We do. Coming. We're giving. We're just waiting till after the holidays to. And if you're listening to this in March, then it, the holidays are relevant. <laughs> just stay. Uh, just stay tuned. Stay and cool. It'll be right here. So, um, thanks so much, everybody. We'll see you next time. Love you so much. Love you. (laughs) Bye. Bye.